This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Trying to, trying to help you, too. We're, we're trying to help you, too. Um, we don't talk a whole lot of golf on, on this show, but, man, when you're ranked number one in the country. That's awesome. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Is that just uh, cool for Greg Sands' team or what? Extremely. Uh, the uh, Red Raider golf team um, coming off of a second place finish at Colonial, ranked number one in the country in a golf poll. Um, this is uh, in golf stats poll that was released on uh, Wednesday. <clears throat> and... Um, course the number one player in the world amateur rankings ludwig ad aberg aberg uh, aberg i'm sorry i was corrected yesterday you weren't okay ludwig aberg 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 okay that's, yeah. what I thought, that's what i thought you said yeah um he, he's ranked number one in the world not just like country world like go to england who's, who's the number one go uh, that ludwig guy in lubbock you know, you go to uh, Sheboygan, you go to, you know, Red China, you know, wherever you go. Have the number one in the world. <clears throat> anybody behind, anybody ranked ahead of me can go, but for, I'm, I'm number one in the world. For amateurs. For amateurs, yeah. right. But still, I mean, I'm not even number one at home in anything. So, you know, he's number one in the world, <laughs> right? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And uh, good, good for them. You're number uh, one on this show, Chuck. Yeah, with the you know the some one of the fingers, one of the digits. Uh, <laughs> 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 anyway, I just thought that was I thought that was just really really cool. So uh, congratulations to the men's golf team, and I know that they would say, "Hey, we haven't you know we're just getting started here. We're you know we're we're just trying to win some matches and put ourselves in a good position to you know." play for a title blah 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 but i i think uh i think that's all all really really cool so congrats congrats to them <laughs> congrats to them um i saw this this kind of gave me pause the miami dolphin captains had a meeting they were taking the ping pong table out of their locker room this is because of their losing streak okay so i guess they wanted to get down to brass tacks you know part of the losing streak has to do with your quarterback getting, you know, knocked into next week. Um, Tua Tagovailoa still has not been um, removed from concussion protocol. And his coach basically saying, even if he was, he wasn't going to play him this week. And you just wonder. <laughs> Which is interesting. It is interesting, right? <clears throat> Man, that guy does not look like an NFL no, football coach. No, he does coach. not. No, Gosh. no, no, he does, uh, he does, he does not. Yeah, that's rather interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't play him even if. Yeah. Meanwhile, in a game previously this year, he was, hey, he's stumbling out there. Yeah. But I'm, hey, they say he's fine. We're putting him right back in. Yeah, they tell me he's fine. Yeah. But he's certainly changed his tune, right? Yeah. Um, the, the doctor that said that has been canned. And, uh, and, and now you just wonder, 
I'm, I'm certain it's probably in the back of the minds of any Miami Dolphin fan or really any NFL fan when you look at Tua and go, okay, how many more of those can he survive before he's got to hang it up? They seem to be coming. They went boom, boom. And obviously the second one was... Yeah, when you haven't recovered from the first one right. and you get a second one, right. it seems like that really adversely affects you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you kind of wonder, well, when is the next... Does the next one just, you know, okay, you're done. And then, you know, because of that, you know, um, Teddy Bridgewater was replacing Tua. And like right away in their game last week, he gets up and is just a little wobbly. Uh, and I don't even know if wobbly is the right word, but an observer. Uh, if, if he's any wobbly, he probably needs to be out. Well, and, and that's what happened is an observer saw him like barely stumble. Okay. And I, I use that lightly um, and said, hey, you're out. And so then they had to put Skylar Thompson in, the K State quarterback, um, as their starting quarterback. Now they're, and they're looking for help. And he's starting this week too. Yeah, they're they're looking for help. But Mike McDaniel is their head coach, and yeah, he looks like a he looks like a guy that should be looks like an IT guy. Yeah, there you go. That's probably that's probably better said, right? He's uh, you know Mike from IT. Can you come? Hey man, my internet's not working. Well, call Mike. Call Mike. Right? <laughs> sure. But yeah, no no doubt. Uh, among those that were uh, believing that the locker room uh, game had become a distraction was. Uh, Wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Tyreek and the captains decided that they wanted to take a step forward with all their opponent prep with regard to the team and their preparation with our game plans. This is Coach McDaniel said when discussing the removal of the ping pong table. That to me is leadership. To me, leadership is acting, not talking. That's a bunch of different examples from those guys, and that's why they're captains and why I rely on them because it's about solving problems, not complaining about them. Okay, well, and I guess if it works, they'll keep the ping pong table out of there, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. And if we had a ping pong table in this building, first of all, there's not a spot for it, maybe by design. But that would probably become a major distraction. Well, things would be quieter around here because every one of us thinks that we're really good at ping pong. Yes, right. And we could, They're, some people would, would kind of quiet down about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you're a good ping pong player? Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Jeff, do you think you're a good ping pong player? I think no. I think Jeff is no. one of the I'm only, the that only says he's one not. that doesn't. Okay. Uh, At one do point I, in time, do I enjoy playing? Sure. Mm -hmm. Do I think I could beat anybody in this building? Mm -hmm. Nope. nope. Uh, you know, at one point in time, I was the world champion of our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Chuck is definitely one that has said that he's. I think he I could. Well, it's, been, but it's been so long since I played mm -hmm. ping pong that I'd probably be, I'd probably yeah, be you embarrassed. Lose, you don't lose ping pong. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, Raiders Dad says this. Tua, to me, seems like Zion in basketball. He was a big deal and then has either been injured or really a non-factor since he went pro. Well, the Zion Williamson thing, um, he, he seems like a, a much bigger bust than Tua, considering all the money that the Pelicans have paid him and yeah, I don't know how much I'm, time he's how much I, time he spent out on the on the bench. I think the text is absolutely accurate. I don't know that I'm ready to call either one of them a bust yet. Yeah, I think they're both talented, but they both have definitely struggled keeping healthy. That's for no certain. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, so there you go. I saw the, one last thing from the NBA. I saw this. I guess it was either late last night or early this morning. It's an old story about Allen Iverson. <laughs> 
Apparently, they're playing the Celtics in a uh, playoff series, and the 76ers had lost, and they were they were going back uh, to Philly, and uh, Iverson wanted to, to cheer everybody up. So you got one hand leadership taking away the ping pong table, right? Other hand leadership, uh, Iverson's going to buy beer for the troops to to fly back to Philadelphia with on the team plane. Okay, so he gives he gives the Celtics ball boy two thousand dollars to make a beer run. Okay, that's more than a couple of thirty packs. All right, that'd be like I couldn't even tell you how much beer that would have buy during uh, Iverson's uh, run. This was yeah, this was two thousand and two, so it's probably a pretty substantial amount. So he gives the money to the kid, and um, and on, on his way back, you know, basically he's, he's running into fans, and they're like taking thirty packs off of this, you know, cart that he's. And then the kid starts giving some to the other, you know, Celtic players and things like that. And so he gets he gets done, and he's he's got just like a handful of thirty packs left, or you know, whatever, just not much, not much beer because he he had gotten back there, and uh, he had four cases of uh, of beer left. And uh, and Iverson said, "That's what my money bought you. That's what two thousand dollars bought." And uh, this kid said he didn't know what to say, but uh, Iverson was surprisingly forgiving. Um, the uh, the Celtics ball boy was Chris Mannix, who is now a senior writer for Sports Illustrated. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> $2,000 for a beer. I guess he just had... Now, here's what I got on me. Two grand. Do you think that'll buy me some beer? Uh, yeah, sure, AI. <clears throat> I think it would seem like that would be... And a gross amount. Yes. If you're going to buy $2,000. Yeah. Remember, there's only, you know, 13 guys, 14 guys on a basketball team. And right. there's others that are part of the traveling party. But sure. still, goodness gracious. That'd be a lot of beer. I don't know if the plane would be able to hold that much anyway. You're listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight. Uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Wait. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it was impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It <laughs> kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Today is Thursday, October the 13th, twenty. 22. I present to thee Jeff McGuire. See, now I'm nervous because this isn't that good. Uh, 1914 Baseball <laughs> World Series. Boston Braves beat the Philadelphia A's 3-1 at Fenway Park for the first four-game sweep in World Series history. The Miracle Braves were last in last place on July 4th and won the World Series in a sweep. Wow. 1960, also in the World Series, Pirates second baseman, Bill Mazeroski. Bottom of the ninth, leadoff home run beats the Yankees 10-9 at Forbes Field in a series deciding Game 7. Yankees second baseman, Bobby Richardson, is the MVP. Okay. 1964, U.S. sweeps the medals in the men's 200 backstroke at the Tokyo Olympics. Jed Graff swims a world record 210.3 to win the gold medal ahead of Gary Diddley and Bob Bennett. Diddley? 
<clears throat> Dilly, D-I-L-L-E-Y. Okay, I was going to ask him if he knew Bo. Yeah. Not Jackson. Or squat. <laughs> you don't know Diddley either. <clears throat> 1967, mm-hmm. First American Basketball Association, the ABA game, is played with the Oakland Oaks beating the Anaheim Amigos, 132-129. to 129. Oh, nice. Red, white, and blue ball and mm-hmm. three-point field goals were introduced. Yeah. They I, should bring back the red, white, and blue ball I once love, a once a year in the NBA. I love my red, white, and blue. I that you know what that is a great idea. As long as it's not the rubber one. Yeah. I mean, you can't play basketball with those rubber balls. Yeah. It's got to be a real ball. Yeah, we do a real ball. We we'll have it uh, official NBA specs, but on the, the anniversary, okay one that. anniversary somewhere. I'd be okay with that for every game. But it would be neat to, if you did a, if you did it less if you did it just once like that. Yeah. That would be like That'd a be pretty cool. special thing. That'd be neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they maybe they played the All Star game with it or something, something like that, or maybe every Sunday it's like alternate ball. Well, then then there'd be all kinds of discussion about the feel and the grip and the bounce and all that, as they should. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it needs to be the same ball. Well, no, I know, but there'd be a lot of consternation about that hand wringing. Uh, remember a couple of days ago uh, we were talking about Billy Martin becoming the Twins manager. Yeah. Well. He made it a little over a year as he was fired by the Twins today in 1969 after going 97-65 and 65 for the AL West winning Twins. He, they just couldn't take him. They probably well, couldn't stand you know, him. There's probably a lot of reason for that. 1982, the IOC Executive Committee fixes the second biggest mistake that they've ever made. Jim Thorpe's, Thorpe's gold medals are returned to him from the 1912 Olympics. Too bad he wasn't around to pick them up. He wasn't a professional baseball player. Anyhow, 1991, Blue Jays manager Cito Gaston is the first manager ejected in a playoff game as the Minnesota Twins would beat the Toronto Blue Jays in five games. Wow, I you know I'd never I'd never really given that any thought, huh? And I don't remember Cito being a hothead. No, I don't either. He must have been really like Bobby Cox would get thrown out of games. He I think he's got the all time record. I think he never a time, yeah. mm-hmm. but he also coached forever. So that's not he, he wasn't like always thrown out, but he was thrown out a bunch. I don't ever remember Cito getting thrown out. Of no, games. he seemed like calm, cool. All those types of things. He got run from that one. 1996. Major League Baseball American Championship. New York Yankees beat the Baltimore Orioles four games to one. Is this the Jeffrey... Uh, Mayor. Mayor. I was serious. Why don't you ask the Yankee fan well, you're sitting next to? What year to. was it? 96. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was expecting Jamie to... Wax poetically about his 1996 team. I didn't want to step on his thunder. They won for the first time since 78. That was a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was basically my youth as a Yankees fan. Mediocracy was about as good as they got. They were terrible for years and pretty much the whole decade of the 80s. Kind of like they were like the 20 teens. Yeah, I made the playoffs. I mean, twenty teens. They made the playoffs a bunch. Just never, never. didn't bring you home the big trophy. Yeah, never, never really got close. 
It is National Peanut Festival, Pumpkin Festival, Yorkshire Pudding, and National M&M Day. Okay, I'm good on the M&Ms. Yeah, the rest of it. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. Pe- National like Peanut peanuts. Festival? Yeah. yeah, I like peanuts. I like peanuts. I like peanuts a lot. I like peanut M&Ms way more than the regular M&Ms. Happy birthday to Kate Walsh, who's 55. Jerry Rice is 60. Paul Simon, 81. Paul Pierce is 45. Marie Osmond, 63. And Nancy Kerrigan, 53 today. Mm. And on this day in 2010, you want a smile on your face? I got one for you. The last of the 33 miners trapped nearly half a mile underground for more than two months as a caved-in mine in northern Chile are rescued. The miners survive longer than anyone else trapped underground in recorded history. That's crazy. And that is this Dan Sports History. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Your chance to win $10,000 from Double T 97.3 right here in Lubbock, Texas, America is yours right now. All you have to do is uh, take the secret word I'm about to give you. Okay. Go to Double T 97.3.com. And enter it in, and Double T 97.3 in the home zone where they make your house a home could give you $10,000. Somebody will win it. Uh, we'll do the secret word every day at this time, 845, and during Tech Talk at 445 in the afternoon. We'll give it away on November the 18th. Obviously, the more times that you enter, the more of a chance you have to win. So pay attention. The secret word today, Jaguars. As in Jacksonville, Jaguars, J-A-G-U-A-R-S, Jaguars. Some people pronounce this word Jaguar. They would be the ones that are talking about the car. Right. Jaguar. Yeah. Right. I always thought that was a Jaguar, but but you hear the commercial and you'll hear the kind of the very distinguished European voice. Jaguar, the essential car for... Today's, you know, tweety tweety boy. I didn't know that they were both not pronounced the same. No, why would they be pronounced differently when I don't know. One's be- named after because one's a hundred thousand dollar car, <laughs> or yeah. a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car, and one of them is a very large cat. Yeah, Jaguar. Yeah, but isn't it named after the cat? You would think so. Yes. Yeah, you would think well, so. Since they don't, have a cat but on, it, the, yeah. cat on the hood. Right. Thing, no, I, a hood emblem there. Yeah. Right. No. Well, I'm with yeah. you. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm going to name my car after Chuck. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Chuyuck. Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's how that works. <laughs> Chuyuck. It could be Jaime. You could. Yours could be Jaime. That makes no sense. I know. But anyway, I'm, Jaguar. No, not what you were saying. I mean the. The right. Jaguar. Thing. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that Jaguar. That's why I just call them Jags. It's easier. The Jaguar. I will never call it a Jaguar. The essential. That's a good looking quiet. Jaguar you yeah, have there. Right, and people right. would look at me like I was the biggest buffoon ever. <laughs> Except so stop it, trying to sound like you're <clears throat> something you're not. If, um, unless you're talking to a fellow Jaguar owner, car owner. That's a pretty fine looking I'm, Jaguar that you've got there. I yes. would, I mean, I would not say that because, again, that's not how real people talk. Right, right. No, and again, really. I would be trying to be something I wasn't. No, no. Yeah. Uh, so and in case you didn't notice that about me, I don't really do that. No, no, yeah. I've noticed that. Uh, 6.54 this morning here on the morning drive. 
Uh, Robert writes in uh, 77 and 78 when I became a Yankee fan. That was the Bronx Zoo teams. Yeah, those were those were very good teams to follow. They won the World Series those two years. And uh, Reggie stirred the stirred the drink and all the other guys. I mean, that was those were really really good Yankee teams. They probably I don't know if they should have won more or not. I mean they were they were there in 76, 77, 78. 80 they won a division title 81 and then and then the dark years came after that your youth yep yeah your youth when i was old enough to pay it i mean i i was four in 78 so it wasn't like yes I was like a diehard right. fan and risa says this i can't believe it's about to be a year since i met jl in person oh wow and she hugged me in may that's good <laughs> yeah it's good did it's you good. get a hug jamie i don't remember jamie's not a hugger I'm, I'm not. He's not a hugger. I, I'm, I'm not really a toucher. Toucher. <laughs> I'm a space guy. Space guy. Not that kind of space, like a physical space. Yes. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> And of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's nice to have you with us this morning. Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. Benchmark hotline is open. The Eight Scoring Center chat line is open. So if you uh, have something on your mind that you want to share, if you've had big week or sucky week or looking forward to your bye weekend um you got big doings um get up in it and uh and share with us uh here this morning on the morning drive uh jamie and jeff brought this uh, to my attention and uh, i want to have a little bit of a discussion we'll get to some red raider football i've got some remarks from uh coach joy mcguire that i want to get to as well uh john rothstein is reporting that the big 12 in the 2023-24 and 2024-25 season, this is when the Big 12 is going to expand to 14 teams, as we know it now with Oklahoma and Texas not leaving until after the 24-25 academic year, that the Big 12... So basically next basketball season, right? Well, you'll have, you'll have next year and the year following. You have two more years. Yeah, but I mean, it starts with next year's basketball yeah, this, this season. This starts with next basketball season. That's that's the point I was yeah. trying to make. Not, yeah. this, not this year, not but this next year. year. Next year, right. Um, that the following league games will be done twice, home and home. So, you know, you'll play this team and another team, and you'll do home and home. Otherwise, everything else will be, I guess, in some other type of format, or that either you'll play them at home or away. But KU and K-State will play twice. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State will be playing twice. Texas Tech and Texas will play twice. Baylor and TCU twice. Cincinnati and West Virginia twice. Houston and UCF twice. And Iowa State and BYU twice. How do you feel about that? So you're going to play 18 games. And then you're going to play that team twice. I don't know exactly how that works. Um, what do I feel about that? Yeah. I'm okay with it. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it it does on surface, but from a competitive standpoint, it's not the same. It's, it's, it, you're right. That's not 100% accurate. You it's know, not. It's, un, it's, un, it's unbalanced, you mm-hmm. know. 
when you when you when you look at that. So, mm-hmm. so. <clears throat> but isn't is slightly unbalanced as well because you're even if you just played each team one time, mm-hmm. and you have to play. You, somebody Either. could say, "Well, we have all the tough teams on sure. the road, or sure. you got the tough teams at home." Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah. You could say that. Mm-hmm. It makes it a little bit unbalanced. But mm-hmm. your your point is absolutely accurate. I mean, it is. I just don't know what else you do. And I'm begging, please, for the love of God, no more horribly, horribly boring non-conference games with teams we've never heard of. Let me ask you, would it be too much to ask? So I'd rather play both teams. Yeah, I'd rather play other Big 12 teams a second time. Yeah, especially those two years. Um, Would you be in favor of the Big 12 playing a non- conference Big 12 team like Tech playing TCU in a non-conference game that doesn't count for the conference like you see tennis do this a bunch you'll see well, tech some and, of the non Tech Oklahoma have done this in baseball right? Yeah. You see baseball do it yeah. yeah. Um, but do that for men's basketball because that's only 14 conference games where right now you're getting 18 with a double round robin well I, I guess I look at it. I guess I look at it this way. I, I just, I'm with Jamie. I just I'd rather soon all four, you play everybody twice, and that'd be 26 games, 26 year, 32. Yeah, games. I don't think you're going to do that. No, I, I don't. I don't yeah. either. I mean, because because basically, then what you have is you 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 probably reduce the number of teams you get in the NCAA tournament because you're just beating each other up. But just I'm, just I, I mean, I don't know. For two years, I'm fine with just just play the four or five closest teams to you twice. So in Tech's case, that could be... Texas and Baylor and TCU and... Okay. Houston, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because, I mean, I have no idea what the level of play that UCF is, but... Houston is a far better team than UCF. I sure, mean, far sure. better, not even close. You're you're right. I mean, that same would, thing with Iowa State what, and BYU. What I've just brought up is a tougher schedule for the Red Raiders. Yeah, I mean, you had, yeah. you're talking about playing Baylor, Texas, and mm-hmm. and Houston. Those are all good basketball programs. Yeah, Kansas is significantly better than Kansas State right now. Oh, well, they, and they've owned yeah. them for the last forty years. I mean, yeah. you know, so it's not like, I mean, there've been a handful of times that K State's won. Um, I mean, almost at, an, at home, almost, but not at, not at Allen. In almost all of these matchups, one of the two teams has been significantly better than the other. Mm-hmm. But if I was to pick one team out of this list that I would want to play twice, it would be Texas. I think our fan base would want that. Yeah, yeah our fan yeah. base would want that. Yeah. I mean, I love it from a like from I look just at those what match- college basketball is supposed to be. I love that. And when you look at the match, I have no issue with any of those matchups being the one. If there's one that's repeated. Kansas, Kansas State makes perfect sense. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Baylor, TCU. To well, me. the two at the the two at the bottom: Houston, UCF, Iowa State, BYU. They don't make perfect sense. No, Iowa State, BYU is for but where you, they're at. Well, yeah, geographically. And, yeah, and and if West Virginia is going to be with Cincinnati, then Iowa State can't be with one of them, and right. so they got to be with somebody. Yeah, I I get it, I get it. I just man, I'm passionate about beating Baylor and TCU and Texas sure. and Houston, and so. As a fan, I'm like, bring those games on. I, but I totally get, and I think you've made a good point, and I, and I agree that the competitively it's not the same. Yeah. It's not going to be. It's, it's, but that's the way it was in Big 12 football for sure it was. all those yeah, years. Yeah, with, the, when with the North and the South. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, 
No doubt. You 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 might have a schedule in the South compared to Texas that was different than theirs, and so you had it tougher than they did. So when mm-hmm. they were trying to get to the conference championship game, might have been easier for them. I'm just using them as examples. Sure. I'm, right. I don't have a no. specific. Right. Okay. So it would have been easier for them to get to the conference championship game than you. That's 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 kind of the way it is. A, and I'm fine. The dice, I'm guess. fine with that for two years now. It is it is interesting. They've we've seen so many things thrown out there about divisions in the conference and what they're going to do and are they going to go to divisions and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, that seems like they're saying we're not going to go to divisions. We're just going to figure this out scheduling wise. First, yeah. Yeah. But maybe that changes when Texas and Oklahoma leave. And let me ask you this, with with regard to basketball, because there's no, quote, conference championship game, there's a conference tournament, do you need um, do you need to have divisions in basketball? Maybe not. You know, or do you just go, hey, the schedule is going to rotate through. In other words, you know, some years you're going to have this team at home and some years you're going to have this team on the road. Um, or, I don't, and I don't think I would be in favor of just kind of moving forward. I don't think I would without just really thinking about it of like playing Baylor twice, TCU twice, Houston twice, because I don't think that's the same as KU playing Iowa State twice, um, K State twice, and let's just say Oklahoma twice because of proximity. We're talking in basketball. Yeah, in basketball. I think just it's 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 not the same, but at the same time, I mean, Iowa State's been great at home. They have. Okay. They have. I mean, Kansas State's been a really hard place for the Red Raiders to go. And mm-hmm. No, so no doubt. I'm not acting like, I'm not going to try to sit here today and I'm just a Red Raider fan and going to poo-poo with those basketball programs. No, I'm just saying I don't they've know. They've been really rough, yeah. tough for us no, to no, win no, at. I just don't know on surface Kansas if I would is, say you'd always play this, these teams twice and these teams once. That's what that's what I'm saying. I just don't know that I would say that on the surface of, of okay. being in that always. So that rotated always, around yeah. every year. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rotate it, rotate it around. So you're playing, and it, it's never going to be, quote, balanced or fair with as long as you've got this number of teams. Now, maybe when the other two teams drop out, Oklahoma and Texas, maybe you go back to playing each team twice. I hope so. But I think that by that point in time, you'll have two or four more teams in your conference, and you won't be able to do that. And maybe you will have divisions by that point in time. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year? Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why, yeah. do, why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends <laughs> right. save we it for the show we, are. we, say, we do we save it for the show tune into the morning drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station Double T 97.3 Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions call them today for a free cybersecurity audit just absolute sage advice from Guns Up Girl in Georgia we may have to add her to our advisory council along mm-hmm. with Grammar Girl and uh, Washed Up Guy. Washed mm-hmm. Up Guy's our senior advisor. Uh, but I think uh, uh, on the advisory council now goes uh, Grammar Girl and Guns Up Girl. Uh, with regard to Brett Yormark, she says this, just think, on your mark, get set, go. 
I, I will tell you this. This will, I'll, that will sit with me, and there'll be a point in time where I'll meet him, and I'll say, you know what? I was struggling with your name on the air one day. And this don't, kid, <laughs> don't don't share that story. And, and, we had a, and if you do, make sure you're not wearing a double T logo. <laughs> somebody said, "On your mark, get set, go." Have you ever heard that before? Yes. Make sure you tell them you're a Kansas grad, okay? <laughs> and you have no affiliation with this radio station or this school here in town. I agree. That is very clever. Okay. And I, I wasn't struggling with it, but that is very good to help you remember. I think that's that's genius, right? On there. your mark, on your mark, get set, go. Did you know? And I saw this on Twitter a few minutes ago. Actually, did you know that you don't have to say everything that comes to your mind? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Uh, you so know. when you meet him and you're like, okay, I gotta remember on your mark a second. Okay, you can talk to him about like normal things that normal people talk about, and you don't have to mention that. Like you don't have to. You know, there's not a rule that says I have to tell him how I remembered his name. You know, uh, my uh, my mother uh, has often told me, "Think before you speak." But I'm just now getting to the point where I'm just, you know, the other piece of advice. But, but the second me. part is that you don't have to tell people what you're thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's probably. You don't have to tell people, except on the show, um, <laughs> what every one of your opinions are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is for the world, right? You don't yeah. have to run to social media when you have an opinion about sure. something. You don't. Sure. You really do not have to. Okay. Okay. Appreciate that. Okay. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Yeah. But when you're talking to somebody, don't, I mean, don't have diarrhea of the mouth and just start throwing things out in your head. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know me and I'm pretty sure. That's why we're trying to help. Because then right afterwards, you could have this really good question for him. Uh -huh. He's not going to remember it. He's going to be like, this jack wagon over here. This guy's a whack job. <laughs> He's like, He'll, you know what he'll say to me? He's like, God, he goes, everybody since I was like six years old has said, on your mark, get set, go. And they'll ask me, hey, does anybody ever say, uh, up, Chuck, to you when you're playing basketball? <clears throat> yeah. I'm just not going to say that. <laughs> he's going to internally roll his eyes. Internally. Internally, because he's polite. <laughs> and he's going to think, oh, man, Where people is at this? Texas Tech, some weird people there in Lubbock. <laughs> I just met... I just met the president of one of them. All right, your uh, your question, sir. Is it while you're sitting there? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that internally to yourself. Why do I come here every morning and subject myself to that? Is your wife when you get home? Hey, how was work today? And you say and you say something. You're like, why do you subject yourself to that, Dad? Why do you do that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. Everybody knows I have fun. Everybody knows it's a good time for me. Um. <laughs> We're all believing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was being honest. I'm, yeah. I'm always tell the truth. Uh, so <laughs> it's good that the Big 12 conferences, you know, kind of got together and had some Big 12 basketball stuff this week. Perfect mm -hmm. timing. Sure. For the Red Raiders on the bye weeks. So I was going to flip over to Red Raider basketball, which I'm going to do. Okay. My first question that I thought I was going to ask today mm -hmm. <laughs> was, which non-conference game are you most excited about? I don't think that anybody would choose anything but Arkansas or Louisville in the okay, well, then in I, Hawaii, okay, right? Okay, 
Guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick another game. Are you gonna pick Georgetown? I am. Yeah, okay. I am. I mean, because that's the game I'm gonna get to see at home. Okay. All I right. mean, you you I mean you should punish Georgetown. Oh, I, I mean, know that. Punish Georgetown. I, I know that. Yeah. Um, and he's it, not just saying that. He's a Syracuse fan. Yeah, and LCU is, or excuse me, LSU, LSU is is also a non-conference game, and yeah. that one is in Baton Rouge, and they're no, they're not any good either, right? So it just feels like it's all right. I, I mean, I, I I think that's fair. I'm all, I'm anxious to. See, I don't know why, but it's like the thought of Patrick Ewing. Coaching yes. on our sideline is cool to me. Yes, okay. I'm right there with yeah. you. And I I'm not right. a Patrick Ewing fan. It's just he's a he's a big name dude, and you know we saw him star for the Knicks and be larger than life for Georgetown. And I don't know. That's just cool to me. Yes. So I I guess there's there's that part of it. Yes. But I think the most competitive, entertaining game is going to be Arkansas or Louisville, right? In the Maui Gym Invitational. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't my question. Oh, okay. We got a bonus question. <laughs> And and I feel like you're not the person to ask this one. I, okay, I okay. can stay. I I That's know fine. you're not the person to ask this one. Okay, but I'm asking it anyways. All right, okay, because I want Jeff away. and the, Jeff and the audience can answer this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, we knew what the answer was last year. What game do you want more than any other? And it was to beat Chris Beard at home, not beat Texas at home, beat mm-hmm. Chris Beard at home. Yep. Okay. Why am so I not the what person? what game? Do you want more than any this year? Do you want to beat Chris Beard mm-hmm. or do you want to beat Kevin McCullough? Which one is more important to you this year? Kevin McCullough. Kansas. 100%. We got the double victory last year over Texas. Mm-hmm. Still don't like them. They can still go suck all the eggs. But we uh, it, it's time for to turn that hatred just a little further north and get it back to where it normally belongs this time of year. Yeah. That's fair. I'm 100% I'm 100% with like everything especially the egg sucking part that Jeff said. Yeah. You sweeping beard in the first year he was in Austin to me it's like ender. No matter what happens after that, it doesn't I mean he left us and we swept him. Okay, I mean, to me, he could win the sweep us for three straight years, and it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't like it, but it doesn't like equal us sweeping him in the first year he went there. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would love to sweep Kevin McCullough this year. Would love to. And um, so, so let me ask you this: the, the game in Lubbock against Kansas would be the most important game by far to me this year. Just like the game in Lubbock against Texas and Beard was last year. Let, let me let me ask you this. Because um, I, I do not think that McCuller will be a significant player for KU this year. But it doesn't so, matter, right? And when I say significant, I don't think... I don't think he will see significant well, apparently the time. Big Twelve coaches disagree with you. Okay. I, I, well, you just saw yesterday yeah. he was named honorable mention all Big yeah. Twelve, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you're kind of out on a limb there on your own. Yeah. You know what I would if if you and, and your reason for that is what? I don't think he fits their style of play. 
I, I don't – defensively, maybe, but they've not necessarily been known for their defense except for once you get to the tournament. I mean, they've been more offensive-minded, uh, more three-point-minded. Uh, it's feast or famine from the outside, it seems like to me, just over the years. And I just – I don't see him making a significant contribution where – they're going to rely on him to win games. I just don't see it. I may be dead wrong. You know, if if you could give me one wish right now, and I'm being completely serious with regard to conference realignment, I I, I wish KU would leave the Big 12 and go to the Big 10. Because, I, you know, I just, I hate... I hate that people hate where I went to school. And I understand it. I, I do understand it. I mean, they've done a lot of things to themselves to deserve that. I just, I hate it. And so, frankly, I'm, I'm glad I'm going to be out of town when they come to town because the Lady Raiders are going to be in Lawrence that night because they play KU the next night there. So there's a good chance I won't even be here to see it. And then there's a part of me that's really happy about that. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for your uh, participation today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Benchmark hotline is open, too, if you'd like to, to voice it. It's been a fun show. Yeah. Uh, we come to you from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studios. All right, some uh, things from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Jeff, this is from Clay, who I consider Clay a, a friend. I mean, I don't know Clay, I don't think, but, it, you know, based on things that he has texted to us, you should play It's Hard to Be Humble for Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. When you're perfect in every way. Yeah. Uh, this, I don't hate KU, I hate the KU fans. And I, I responded, that's very fair. Plenty of similarities to UT fans. There's plenty of plenty of T-shirt fans uh, that support that university. Uh, this, please save Chuck saying there's probably a little freak in everyone. I think that, that has been archived. Okay. <laughs> there's probably a little freak in everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, love how it was private talks with friends and it's in the news in Lubbock. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess those friends decided to make it unprivate. I yeah. just think that's that's the NFL is such a monster. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't think this would hurt the NFL. I mean, it would put give it a black eye or whatever. But I I think I think NFL fans would be entertained by all of it. I really do because I don't think I don't think most NFL fans like Roger Goodell. No, I think and, and but you know here's the thing though. I, there were a lot of NFL fans that didn't necessarily like Paul Tagliabue either. He wasn't as much of a, he wasn't as polarizing as as Roger Goodell. And what made Roger Goodell polarizing was the whole Ray Rice incident. Um, mm -hmm. He seems to have come, I mean, and just in terms of public perception, he seems to have come out for the worse, although for Ray Rice it ended his football career and ended his big paydays. Mm -hmm. uh, but Goodell... And, you know, Goodell knows that that comes with a job, but sometimes just the constant booing at the NFL draft is like, okay, that's, it's, it's I'm a way over that. You know, I'm, I'm way, I'm way over that. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, with regard to Kevin McCullough, uh, this, he's such a mystery. Unfortunately for him, we will be very good without him. 
he will miss us. I do think he will miss us. I, I what, what will he miss? Well, he'll, first of all, what he'll miss is he won't have a place to come back to when he's 40 years old and be introduced at a halftime. Okay. He won't be remembered as a great Red Raider. He'll be remembered, remembered as a guy that upped and left. Um, he will have to do something extraordinarily significant at KU to ever go down as a Jayhawk, and that would have to be hitting a shot to win a national championship. I, I, I can buy in. I can buy into all that, but as yeah. far as what they have there, their fan base, their support, all the above, I think you know. I, I think he'll he'll find the same thing there that he found here. True, but and but I mean it, it's it's I don't know. Now, but I think, but I think the stuff you talked about is, I think is 100% accurate. I think there is something. I don't care how big you were at your school. I think there is something to going back to your school. And whether you take your kids or your grandkids and say, hey, that's the dorm I lived in. Or, you know, that's the joint we went to. Or I had class there. Or, you know, I walked these halls. You know, I think, I think all that's very significant. And I think it's short-sighted of these players that there'll be a day where they'll have regrets. Where they'll go, and I... I regret not finishing here. Name insert the school because mm-hmm. the uh, the Kevin is not the only one. The landscape is now littered with them. You're like, where is your school? Where's your home base? Where is your where is your legacy? All those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, and I think you and I is maybe we, it means more to us than others. I don't know. Yeah, you, you and I or or the typical fan probably thinks that way. Maybe the typical player doesn't as much. And I think that's what you find out. Maybe not, I'm sure it does to some. I'm not. I'm not saying that all don't, but sure it does to some. But here's a question for you, and I I think I know the answer to this. You may know it as well. Hey Jamie, can we re, can we purchase our renewal tickets for 2023 Texas Tech baseball? Do you know if the renewals have gone out? I have not received anything yet. The so. only reason I say this, I, I was with a guy yesterday who told me that he had bought his. So I I don't know if it went out to some and not others. I don't or if it's in the if they're in the process. Usually that's a kind of a general email. I don't remember getting it. Check your uh, <laughs> check your junk email. Could it have come to the missus on the weekend? Over the weekend when we didn't get any of our emails. Yeah, you may check that out. Whatever. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, somebody says this. I just hate in conference transfers. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Yeah, man, I can- I agree with them. Yeah. You've got one on your roster here, so I mean, it's it's hard to just point fingers at everybody else because we've done it too. So, uh-huh. uh, I think the thing that we all agree on, if there's going to be in-conference transfers, you have to sit a year, but you don't lose the year of eligibility. You can't play for a year. Yeah, but they've already, I, <laughs> they've already that, had that lawsuit. Right. You don't lose your no, – again, mm-hmm. you have to sit for the year, but you don't lose the eligibility. You can play for – if you've got three years left when you transfer in conference, you sit for a year, you still have three years left. Yeah. That feels like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else, <laughs> you can play right away. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, I have not received mine or don't believe I have unless they changed up the email or it went to junk folder. Okay. Uh, this, that's an old school mentality. These young kids now don't look that deep into things. Heck, they decommit after committing to schools. Uh, this, of course, Chuck is running elbows with the elite. <laughs> I mean, that's what you expect, right? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, you're elite, so why would we not? I mean, 
it's really that the elite are rubbing elbows with Chuck. Yeah. We don't say Chuck's rubbing elbows with the elite. I, I, uh, somebody says this, Chuck, you wear red and black. Where and what is your legacy? Hey, look, I went to KU. Uh, I, out of respect to everybody here and what, what kind of what I just, I don't wear my color, KU colors in here in town. I just don't. I, I stopped doing that a long time ago. And, and, uh, and there's been plenty of times in Kansas City where I've worn red and black uh, and worn my tech colors. Uh, so I'm, I guess I'm, I'm mixed on this, but my, if you ask me where I went to school and what my legacy is, yeah, it's at KU, but I've been to far more games here than I have ever been there. So that's it. And it's, and it's, and it's hard. It is a split loyalties to a degree, but anyway, it just, uh, it, it sucks sometimes, but that's the way it is. And I, and I embrace that and I'm good with that. And I have certainly supported uh, Texas tech as much as I can. So I, I'm sorry. I didn't go to school here. You know, but it, you it, should fix that. <laughs> there was a point in time where I really thought this is even before we put double T ninety seven three on the air. When I had made that decision that I was going to be here in Lubbock for the rest of my life, uh, I thought you know maybe I'll go get a master's degree. Uh, I have a friend of mine who has a tech degree, undergrad degree, but his family had a legacy of being Aggies, and he went to A and M to get a postgraduate degree, get a master's degree. So that he could complete his legacy as being an Aggie. So anyway, uh, but I, I I never did that because I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go study that hard, Jamie. So I'm sorry. I'm with you, man. <laughs> Just didn't want to do that. Mm, I'm with you. <clears throat> so Chuck's a t-shirt fan. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> Collared shirt, but I wear t-shirts too. Can I be a t-shirt fan, Jamie? You can be whatever you want, man. I appreciate that. Thank I mean. You. Whatever you want to identify today as as today, <laughs> you do you, man. You do you. Yeah, you want to identify as a Jayhawk, no issues with that. And you want to identify as a Red Raider, no issues with that. Or anything There's else. There's probably a little freak in everybody. No complaints. <laughs> a little freak in everybody. <laughs> you want to have purple hair tomorrow? No purple hair. Rock the purple hair. Nothing. Just, just my only issue with that is if you have purple hair, mm hmm don't be mad when people look at you and like stare at you and you're like, that's purple hair. Because <laughs> you have purple hair. That's not normal. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973.com.